Hey, this is Craig Ferentino of Craig Teams Financial. Get ready for another financial report right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Discussions in this show are for educational purposes only. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Craig James Financial Services and United Planners are not affiliated. United Planners and its representatives do not offer tax or legal advice. No, it's time to get the website, folks. That's right, CraigJamesFinancial.com. Not only great info, but logging on to the uh, site essential to take part in all the great webinars and events coming our way. We got one. Uh, coming up uh, at 1 this afternoon, lunch with Craig Soup Sandwich and uh, also Social Security Benefit Options. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, how do you get uh, in play? You go to the site, CraigJamesFinancial.com. Down a great day yesterday. Finishing up 489 points. And a future's off to a good start, 113. Inflation coming in at 3.2. I, I would guess no more rate hikes by Jerry Powell. We shall see. We welcome in uh, Mr. Craig Farentino from the great Craig James Financial Services, located right in the heart of Melville. Sir, good morning to you. That's good morning. Yes, Jay, it looks like, uh, looks like some of the pressure is off, as you said in your introduction there. And some of the pressure is off, and some of the stocks finished higher in response to the consumer price inflation report. And we're seeing that uh, across the board, some strong, uh, at some point, uh, some, some sectors such as real estate, which are sort of interest rate sensitive, the real estate uh, market. Uh, the you know the various either exchange traded funds or you know specific investments in real estates WP carry comes to mind uh, some of them rising over five percent on the day which is incredible the uh, uh, <clears throat> and you know we kind of knew this was coming but you know we knew that Jerry Powell was going to do it but let's see what the numbers were and then boom we finally get this number people get excited gives them a reason to buy stocks looks like we may have a better finish than we thought for the end of the year again this is november 15th uh we only have a few more weeks so we got to lift those portfolios so these managers uh, feel better about themselves and we all feel better about the economy and i think that uh we're also noticing that the uh, 10-year treasury going down to 4.45 percent which is significant too so then we're also looking at these uh well house of representatives you know the short-term funding bill was passed so that's good news for the market as well let's see how that goes through uh in 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 uh, the senate and onto the president but uh doesn't have all the pork that uh, these uh oh let's throw everything in an omnibus spending package like we had uh last year and which we're going to have again this year but uh that was averted by some adroit maneuvering there. So uh, we're saving some money in the process, not giving money and aid to various countries for no reason. That's going to be debated in separate issues. And I think that uh, the American people feel better uh, that the U.S. government is uh, starting to uh, sort of team himself down. Uh, Michael Burry, now you probably don't know that name, Jay, but Michael Burry was a, uh, a famous uh, person uh, during the 2008 uh, uh, sub you know, the credit crisis. And he, as a matter of fact, they wrote the book, uh, Michael Lewis wrote a book called The Big Short on it. And uh, Christian Bale later portrayed uh, Michael Burry in mm -hmm. the adaptation called The Big Short in 2015. Uh, well, he, he was betting against the standard of poor 500, meaning he's, he was betting that it was going down. Uh, so he basically closed out his possession, his, his bets actually against the standard of poor 500 and the NASDAQ 100 in the third quarter. But, uh, so he's, so now he's, uh, he's shorting though. He is shorting, uh, semiconductors, meaning he's, 
betting on the Nets going down. We'll see how he did. He had a $1.6 billion position, somewhat significant for the market and a decent-sized hedge fund for people that do shorting, betting that the markets are going down. So, uh, But very interesting how he closed out his position. So whenever, you know, this is the type of business, Jay, that whenever you think, ah, oh, I can relax, I know, what, I know what the future looks like. And then and then we get this, uh, you know, we had something called the death cross, the two-year cross, the 10-year treasury, and that's called the death cross that happened yesterday as well when it's uh, you're getting paid for uh, much more for shorter uh, uh, yields uh, for shorter-term investments and not getting much for the longer-term investments when you had the 10-year go to um, 4.5%, 4.45%. So uh, that's called a death cross, and uh, that's a, a clearly a bearish indicator of the future. It's more uh, I don't know, some percentage of the time and big articles on the death cross. Just look it up. The death cross. Oh boy, it's, uh, it's so Christian sounding too, but uh, we had this uh, experience. So that's uh, so just as soon as you're feeling, we hear Ron Buffett selling things and uh, okay, if he's selling everything, why is he, you know, if he's strong about the economy? So you always get this feeling, it's always this yin and yang of the pull of the markets, which never is get, it takes the certainty out of what the future looks like for you. And they're, they're ready to stick it to you. Get some good news. You got this guy, Michael Burry. He's, he's, he got out of his negative positions, betting that the S&P is going down. But, you know, you also get this news on the death cross. So maybe he didn't read that article on the death cross, but there you go. That's what we have. Joe, we have some, we have a conversation today. Uh, you know, I really want your audience. I think it's very, very important to join us for a conversation on social security benefits. Uh, that's going to be today. Just go to our website, craigjamesfinancial.com, craigjamesfinancial.com, and uh, please, please sign up because it's really about Social Security. People say, you know, I know when to take Social Security. I'm going to take it at 62. That makes sense for me. If you do the math, Craig, and I have, I'm telling you, I have all sorts of characters on a day-to-day basis coming in the office telling me uh, how this all fits into their overall investment strategy and when and where they're going to take money. Um, and uh, they and they're convinced that they're correct, which is probably you know sometimes they are. And we we say good job, you did a great job with this. The Social Security benefit options are very very confusing. The 2,700 different. Uh, variations on how you take your Social Security. There are three sleeves to choose from is how you would take Social Security. Very, very important for your listeners. Most most populated webinar next to taxes and retirement. Absolutely. And then we start to throw, you know, when you look at it, net of taxes, net of taxes at age 62 may not make the most sense depending on where you are in your life. So uh, people just uh, make, you know, hear all, all sorts of great arguments as to what to take it. We'll elucidate it. The best thing, I'll give you the executive summary, the executive summary of that presentation. Um, Social Security by law does not allow to tell you, cannot give you advice on how it fits into your overall situation. The the takeaway, the executive summary, Jay, of our presentation is that uh, you need to come in. And that's, uh, let's take a look at everything in toto and start to put it together. But uh, we'll give you enough information just to show you how things get a little murky and maybe may challenge uh, some of your listeners thinking on how to approach uh, their Social Security benefit. And by the way, Social Security is not an entitlement. I just heard that number brought up again, Jay. This isn't something like, oh, yeah, we're going to give this to you, maybe. This is a benefit. This is this is absolutely a benefit. It's not an entitlement. You're not asking for food stamps. This is money that took out of your paycheck and uh, when you were younger and your whole work life, and now they're going to give it back to you. That's not an entitlement. That's a benefit. Very, very important. I don't want to hear this talk like, oh, it's like you know, they're giving you some sort of yeah, stamps or something, you know? Yeah, that's a great point. A lot of you know, 
complete misconception about that. Uh, well done on the explanation there. And, of course, uh, who knows regarding Social Security dollars and cents uh, years from now. It could run out. It might not. But uh, all in all, you are so correct uh, as far as uh, what is a gift, what is a benefit. Uh, good correlation there, without question. So, uh Thank you for explaining that. We'll be on tune as far as 1 o'clock this afternoon in Social Security uh, benefit options. So 1 o'clock lunch with Craig Soup Sandwich and a tremendous dissertation. How do you get on? Well, you go to the site, craigjamesfinancial.com, and you are locked and loaded at lunchtime. Sir, will be, uh, will be uh, in play, and we look forward to having you on tomorrow morning. Thank you, Jay. Hey, have a great day, and we will chat tomorrow, my friend.